This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Grant Williams and Christina Stoyanova. We've got uh, a fun show for you today. Of course, we'll have our Hot 5 later in the program. Also, what's streaming on Netflix and Crave TV. And uh, we will be chatting about the new BlackBerry. Yes, BlackBerry, they're still around and they have a sweet new phone. Let's talk about some of the uh, the app news right now. Uh, although we can't use it in Vancouver, hopefully one day soon, uh, Uber uh, is uh, looking into using artificial intelligence to identify drunk passengers. Graham, finally, they'll be on to you. <laughs> Busted, sooner or later. This is, this is actually a great use of technology, I think, but it's always a little worrying when we have a service that is... Uh, you know, designed to provide more access to people and, you know, hopefully keep people off the road when they're drinking. Uh, you know, Uber's uh, assertion here is that it's going to let drivers prepare for this um, in a more <laughs> yeah, accurate canceling way. canceling the ride. Yes, exactly, uh, because no one wants someone to get sick in their vehicle, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the flip side to this is, uh, you know, Uber is famous for their surge pricing, right? That's kind of the way the system works. And, and when there is more demand... Um, they, they, you know, raise prices so that customers pay more and it gets more Uber drivers on the road. Uh, this actually could pave the way for surge pricing in the way of uh, surge based on your state of inebriation. Uh, essentially, if the AI predicts that you are, uh, you know, slightly more drunk, uh, would you pay a surcharge because you might be more unruly or possibly ready to throw up in someone's, uh, in someone's car? So we're walking everywhere is the moral of this story. I mean, in Vancouver, it's not that hard. It's not that big. But if you live out in the in the valley or whatnot, and you're expecting to get an Uber out there, this might actually be very detrimental, leading to more people picking up the keys and driving when they shouldn't. I, I, I don't want to make assumptions, but I have to in yeah. this. Like, why would they even be looking into this uh, unless uh, this is obviously an issue, perhaps, with the drivers, uh, with drunk uh, folks? But I, I can't see any other outcome other than they would probably want to charge more money. Which, I mean, like, is that unreasonable to ask? You know, these are people driving their own vehicles. This is this kind of goes back to the whole system of taxis versus uh, Uber and, you know, privately owned uh, rideshare. It's it's someone's car. You know, you don't yes. have a, a centralized depot where these things are going to get, to get cleaned or whatnot. So, you know, do you then have the uh, responsibility maybe to be a better passenger? Might this actually shape people's behavior? And as, as opposed to going out and getting obliterated, maybe they just have a drink or two? Uh, we... we can't really predict what could happen here, but there are quite a few outcomes that could uh, could take place. Also in the app news right now, Air Canada will now be offering satellite internet services on international flights. Uh, if you've been on a flight lately, uh, especially a North American one, uh, you might notice that you can get Wi-Fi, but that always hasn't been the case on international routes. And I think how Wi-Fi works uh, when you're flying over North America is that they're using land-based uh, towers to send the signals up, but uh, that doesn't obviously work in oceans, uh, so they have to use uh, satellites. So this is uh, an interesting uh, development. Now you can work all the way to London <laughs> or Asia. I've done quite a few transatlantic flights in the last couple of years, and their, their communication on these flights as to whether or not Wi-Fi is available is uh, has always been kind of mediocre, right? Like no one would really tell you because it says Wi-Fi all over the plane and because these planes do hop back and forth across Canada. But you, you know, you're trying to get an answer out of somebody. Does this thing actually have Wi-Fi? Well, I guess I, I know now. No, it didn't. It wasn't just not working. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of nice being able to keep in touch with people as you're uh, getting across the pond. I, I'm typically, go, typically going to visit family. So it's actually quite nice to let them know, hey, we're, I'm rolling in or we're a little bit late or, uh, you know, that sort of thing. 
So uh, this service, uh, Wi-Fi service, uh, will be available on Air Canada Boeing 777-300ERs and Air Canada Rouge narrowbody aircraft. And uh, the service is provided by GoGo. Prices will start at $5 Canadian uh, on the Air Canada uh, flights until August 31st. 2018. So that's, if you want to try that out, you can't can't lose. That's not too bad. That's actually fairly reasonable. Uh, I guess the one challenge though with uh, satellite Wi-Fi is the latency or high latency, they call it. Yeah, you're you're not watching streaming on this and anything that you're doing, you're going to have a little bit of time for this thing to go to space, literally, and come back. So it's going to take a while. So when you click on a link, uh, it's not going to be as fast as opposed to being over land or at home. Also uh, in the news here on the app show today, Instagram cyberbullying. They have a, a bully alert. Uh, there's a bully alert app, uh, which is fast and accurate. Christine, what do you think of this? Uh, I think this is an interesting move. Uh, this was actually um, done at out of Boulder, Colorado, um, and they're actually using this for teenagers, which is really interesting. Um, I think it's a good move to keep kids safe from bullying online. Yeah, it, it is a challenge. Uh, you know, I've got uh, three kids. Well, they're older now. Uh, two of them are still teenagers. And it is amazing how much uh, cyberbullying happens on a lot of these social media apps. So uh, this Bully Alert uh, app uh, is uh, interesting. What do you think, Graham? Well, to be honest, I mean, bullying, like dealing with it with teenagers is a great start. Uh, cyberbullying that we're starting to see is sort of a, it's an endemic issue across all age ranges. And being able to... Um, basically take a look at that, identify these behaviors, and then maybe pointing out to the bullies that this is actually what they're doing. In some cases, you know, it's not necessarily something that they understand or that they acknowledge. In other cases, they do. Um, And I mean, I think we need to deal with those people in two very, very different ways. But uh, identifying this, uh, calling it out, and maybe uh, letting people have the opportunity to change their behavior is actually, it's, it's obviously a very good thing. I think we're going to see more of these uh, types of things moving forward because the environment has really changed in this respect. Like when I was a kid, you went home and that was that. Like if you were being bullied at school, you left it at school and now kids are taking it home with them on their devices. Yeah, so this uh, this Bully Alert is a free app for Android phones uh, and it uh, monitors uh, Instagram and Vine uh, and can detect uh, detect cyberbullying behavior with 70% accuracy. So you can actually monitor uh, your kids' Instagram accounts, for example. Which is a good thing. I mean, parents need to be more hands-on with what your kids are doing online. This is a great way for you to actually get eyes on, to, to make sure that you're talking about these things. Communication is key. Uh, this uh, obviously is one of uh, Christina's favorite stories here. App, An app that tells you the best time to drink coffee. <laughs> How does this work? Uh, So I guess researchers have found that there are actually times when you get the most out of your cup of coffee and other times when it's not so productive. So this actually uh, will use an algorithm to uh, tell you that based on, um, you know, your, your level of sleep and the way you react to caffeine and things like that. So this is actually developed by the U.S. Army? (laughs) <laughs> so uh, these U.S. Army researchers have developed a smartphone app uh, that, like you said, using algorithms uh, and uh, can detect sleep pattern information and how much caffeine you should have for optimal alertness. You know what? This is actually an interesting topic because uh, I started uh, working out in the morning about a year and a half ago, maybe two years now, and I 
was struggling at first a lot. And I was having breakfast and all that good stuff, but I was still struggling. And someone at the office who, uh, who works out quite a bit more than me suggested that I have a cup of coffee instead, like a latte. And you know what? It has changed my life. <laughs> I get through that morning workout way easier now. So I think there is something to this. Well, it's interesting. Uh, they said that uh, using this app, uh, they can tell the users uh, when they should have the caffeine boost, how much, and it'll actually improve their attention to a task by up to 64% without increasing their total caffeine intake. And in fact, they can actually reduce how much caffeine they're uh, drinking by up to 65% and still achieve the same level of performance. Well, I don't know if I want to be reducing my intake, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I installed the app and it said, you're not in bed, drink coffee. That's... <laughs> It's called uh, the 2B alert. That's 2, the letter B-alert. And again, an app to tell you when you should drink uh, coffee. I think the U.S. Army missed an opportunity here to call it G.I. Cup of Joe. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Graham, uh, do you have a a few things uh, for our uh, listeners to learn about today? I do indeed. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What do you got, Graham? So uh, with your iPhone, there are a couple of things that you can do to keep your privacy a little bit more protected. And one of my favorite things is hiding notifications on the lock screen uh, unless Face ID identifies your face. Now, this is available for the iPhone 10 and whatever coming iPhones that might have face detection. Uh, but what this will do is it will keep the lock screen with a generic Uh, notification until you look at it and you're actually paying attention, assuming that you've got face detection and attention detection turned on. So to do this, all you need to go is settings, notifications, and show previews and set that notification to to private on the lock screen. And that will be a great way to just keep your notifications uh, private until you are looking at them. If you'd like to turn that off, you just change your show previews to always. That was your Facebook tip of the week. Thank you, Graham. We still have a lot more to talk about here on the app show, including our Hot 5 app countdown, what's streaming this week on the streaming services like Netflix and uh, Crave TV. And after the break, are you an old BlackBerry user? Well, there's a new one in town that might make you come back. You're listening to the app show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with the app show. Still lots to talk about on today's program, including our Hot 5 app countdown. We've got our fitness and our travel apps of the week coming up as well, and of course, what's streaming on Netflix and Crave TV. But right now, uh, I want to talk about BlackBerry. We uh, talked about Apple. Why not BlackBerry? They're still in the game, and they're releasing a new phone. On the line, I've got Brian Jackson from IT World Canada. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Thanks for having me, Mike. Uh, So the BlackBerry Key 2 actually was in New York uh, this week to uh, have a look at uh, the new device, uh, and you've had a chance to uh, look it over as well. What are your initial thoughts? Uh, Tell the listeners uh, what we're looking at here, first of all. Yeah, I got a good hands-on with the new Key2 device, and I think that people who are fans of the classic BlackBerry approach of putting a physical QWERTY keyboard that you can mash your thumbs away on and type those fast emails, they will love this. I mean, it's, uh, it's a bigger keyboard, so the keys are actually 20% bigger, 
which should only make it easier to type. Like, I know for myself, I have fat thumbs, so sometimes I'm going to be <laughs> making typos on that key one, but with these new bigger keys, that, that helps the situation, right? And also, they made a couple other small changes to the keyboard. The metal frets were removed, so uh, those made it very smooth between the rows of keys, and now that's gone, so there's more of like an empty space. And I think that'll just uh, add it, make it a little bit easier uh, to actually feel your way around the keyboard, so you don't have to actually stare at it as you're trying to type your message. But that that's the big feature of the BlackBerry Key 2 here, is that physical QWERTY keyboard. I mean, this is the only smartphone on the market that really brings that to the game. Well, it's interesting. I, I think a lot of listeners, uh, when I say BlackBerry, they think... Those guys, are they still around? Uh, well, yes, they are. Uh, they're concentrating more uh, on the enterprise uh, side of the business with servers and, and what have you. Uh, and they've basically licensed off the phone side to uh, other folks, in this case here, uh, TCL. Uh, and they're yep. making uh, this uh, this particular phone. And uh, it's running uh, Android as well, which is a departure uh, for a lot of people because uh, they've been familiar with the BlackBerry uh uh, operating system, but again, uh, Android here, so it's kind of in line with uh, most of the smartphones in the market. Yeah, and BlackBerry has this other interesting twist on the Android uh, operating system. So uh, another holdover from those classic days of the BlackBerry OS when they, they had their own operating system uh, and the brand was known for security, right? And all the businesses used it, government used it um, because of these great security features. So they've tried to continue that tradition by saying that they have a secure version of Android. And uh, I've talked to them about what exactly this means, and they've told me that they have a more secured version of the operating system kernel. So I'm not, I can't really explain too much what might be involved in that. Uh, might be some proprietary stuff involved in that. But also what they do tell us publicly is that there is a really good commitment to patching Android. So anytime that Google pushes out an update or a security patch to Android, uh, BlackBerry uh, will push it out to their version uh, that's on any of their smartphone devices. So what do you think overall? Do you think uh, they're still in the game with this smartphone? Yeah, I think that what really holds this device back, because I definitely think that there is space in the market for a, a device that offers a good physical keyboard. Like, let's not kid ourselves. This thing's not going to compete with the Samsung Galaxy or the Apple iPhone, right? But there's a niche of people that love the physical keyboard, and, and I count myself among those. I, I really do appreciate that that ability to type. But uh, the key one I found the processor was a bit of a laggard, right? And look, the price is fantastic. So it's a mid-tier phone. You can't, you can't have it all, right? If you're going to pay a certain price, you can't have an excellent processor. But this one has a new processor from Qualcomm, Snapdragon 660, and it's really built to bring that flagship uh, performance to a mid-tier device. So I'll be interested to see if that really makes an improvement here. And it is a bit more expensive now. I think it will be selling for $830 in Canada. So that's a little bit pricier than the last year. Uh, the key one was around 650 or so. So we'll see if it's faster now. 
Well, I think a lot of people still love that keyboard, and the fact that uh, it's running Android now as well makes it uh, a lot more compatible with uh, the gazillions of apps that are out there. Brian, thanks for joining us again. You bet. Thanks for having me. That was Brian Jackson from IT World Canada. Let's switch gears now and get our Facebook tip of the week. What do we got, Graham? Our Facebook tip of the week is a really quick one right now. Let's say that you wanted to actually post absolutely nothing at all. Post a blank status. Can you do it? You can indeed. You just type at square bracket zero colon zero colon right square bracket in the status box. It'll post a blank status. It's a weird, bizarre trick. Why? Couldn't tell you. Thank you, Graham. That was your Facebook tip of the week. When we come back, it's a Hot 5 app countdown. Stay tuned. You're back with the App Show with Mike Agarbo, Christina Stoyanova, and Graham Williams. Still lots more to talk about, including what's streaming this week. But uh, before we get to all of that, we've uh, got one of my favorite segments. The Weekly App Hot 5. What is the Hot 5 this week, Christina? We have the Hot 5 file storage and management apps this week. Love it. Hot 5 file storage and management apps. Starting with number five, what do we have? Number five, we have Box. This one is an up-and-coming app, so you may not have heard of this one, but it focuses on simplicity and organization, and it gives you 10 gigabytes free with your account, and $10 gets you up to 100. Not a bad deal. Uh, we're talking about the Hot 5 uh, app countdown right now. This week, it's file storage and management apps. Number four, what do we have? Number four is Amazon Drive, and this is uh, obviously from our friends over at Amazon Mobile. Uh, this gives you easy access to documents, music, photos, and videos that you've stored in your Amazon Drive. Uh, interesting thing about this one, no in-app purchases because you actually have to make the purchase through your app account on, uh, on Amazon if you're upgrading your storage. That actually keeps Apple from getting their 30% uh, with that particular app. So very handy, but if you want to upgrade your storage, you do it through, uh, through your Amazon account. Five gigabytes free? Five gigabytes free. Do Prime people get any? deals on this yeah the, the that's for prime people um the five gigabytes free i believe yes yes talking and, about the hot five uh, file storage and management apps right now number three number three is OneDrive, and this is obviously the microsoft product and it comes with your office 365 subscription if you subscribe the great thing about this one is that in, it integrates really nicely with all of those microsoft apps including outlook where you can actually uh, just pull things right out of onedrive into your email um, and this one is three two gigabytes and one terabyte will cost you about 10 bucks but if you get to office 365 you get one terabyte free i believe right that's correct. That's yeah. that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, Office 365 is fairly decent, right? It's got the Skype for Business minutes included and your your apps and whatnot. It's it's kind of a nice little amalgamation of services. Um, the the home edition of that's not bad. I think it's like a hundred bucks for five licenses for your for your family. Yeah, and so you get like full Office and you get one drive storage, one terabyte for each user. Yeah, I've actually got my cat on my Office 365. I don't think he's using the storage, but he's a huge fan of Word and Excel. Of so, course you do. Yeah. We're talking about the Hot 5 uh, app countdown this week. It's file storage and management. Number two, what do we have? Dropbox. This one is an oldie and a goodie. It's my favorite. Um, I use a lot of iCloud Drive, but I also run Dropbox concurrently because, as we say in the business, two is one, one is none. If you're backing up to one place, you're not backing up anywhere. And so Dropbox is actually a really handy uh, um, place because you can do a couple of things. It's got Office 365 integration, so you can uh, edit 
uh, files in real time there. Um, I love, they've got a really great feature on Mac where you can use uh, screenshots and it'll actually save screenshots to a folder uh, and will copy that link directly to the clipboard. So if you're uh, doing a lot of collaboration with people, you can screenshot something and immediately just paste that link in and they'll get access to that screenshot. Very, very cool piece of uh, uh, software as a service. Uh, you do get your two gigabytes free. Uh, there's a couple of ways that you can get some free storage. I pay the 130 bucks a year just to get, I think it's like, I don't know, two terabytes, something like that. It's ridiculous. How much but, storage do you have? So you have Dropbox. I know you have OneDrive because you've got Office 365. Yep. And you're an Apple nut. So yes. you have iCloud as well. Yeah. You are filling the cloud up with your, your crap. I've got all the terabytes. Not even some of the terabytes, all of them. All of the terabytes. Yeah. You know what's really infuriating, though, is when he talks about backing up in multiple places. Because, Mike, you're currently restoring a hard drive for me. Because I was backing up all my photos to one place and it failed. Yes, and that is a major <laughs> pain. I'm still uh, working on grabbing the files. I can see them. Uh, we just need to get them off that hard Graham's drive. got the smuggest look on his face. Yes. Right we now. had the conversation. Yeah, if you had actually just had cloud backup, you we wouldn't have any. Okay, issues. you know what, guys? In Honduras, the internet leaves a lot to be desired. Try uploading all of that stuff to the cloud. Oh, so you took all those pictures in Honduras. I'm, I've I've looked at your file structure on there. It's all your photos from ever. <laughs> Not okay, just Honduras. Yeah, so those are actually backed up elsewhere. Oh. So you it's, just care about the Honduras ones. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Hot 5 app countdown this week. Number one file storage and management app is? Google Drive. This is my favorite. You know why? Because it integrates with everything on my Gmail. I love it. Uh, and it's really easy to use, really easy to grab links and share them. And the best part is it gives you 15 gigs of storage right out of the gate. And then they just doubled their storage plans for the same price. It's it's rolling out in the next month or so. So you're getting. I've a- never had to upgrade on this service, so I don't. I think you'll be okay. I'm, yeah. I'm actually down to less than a gig and a half left on my unpaid go. So I'm actually going to be adding. Sorry, you have Google Drive as well. <laughs> of course. You know what? You're not right in the head. <laughs> like, what, but I am you, right in the cloud. No. Yeah. What are you? What are you afraid of? Everything. 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 Two-factor authentication on everything. Yeah, Storage everywhere. Is, you know that is a cry for help. <laughs> you know what? It's. Any one of these services could disappear in a heartbeat. Do you love how we have the two ends of the spectrum here? (laughs) Yes. The woman who rarely ever backs anything up and then the guy who's backed everything up eight times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, no, literally eight times. You know how much data I've lost ever? None. But, you know, this is a a good thing to tell the listeners. There's all these um, cloud backup services that are out there. There's literally hundreds, if not thousands of them. Uh, I always recommend going with uh, a brand that you know. Mm-hmm. so that you know they'll be around years from now. Well, and that's it. I mean, if you're in the Android ecosystem, Google Drive is probably a good option for you. If you're in the Apple ecosystem, iCloud Drive is a great option for you. And then having, you know, one or two others where you are backing up outside of that. Because again, if disaster strikes and you're synced across multiple places, you never have to go through the heartbreak of dealing with, like, you're missing tax returns. That's the important thing to me. Forget I, photographs. I noticed that uh, uh, iCloud Drive did not make the list. Christina, why? Uh, you know what? I I've just never gotten into it, and that's that's just personal. I'll, I'll opinion, agree with I you. Yes, it's 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 a little janky to use a as clunky, a yeah. as an online file sharing. It's great for backing up your own stuff. Yes, exactly. if you're trying to share things or collaborate, iCloud Drive leaves a little to be desired. Apple needs to work on can, that. Can it I sounds just, like they are. Can I just mention one thing to Christina again here? Had you used iCloud Drive, which is like okay, a breeze Mike, to use. Those yeah. photos are enormous. <laughs> 
Yeah, but they're not phone big, photos. They're like photos from my DSLR and things. I know. So I your hard drive. <laughs> I I can see there's only a couple hundred gigs. You could have got uh, a storage plan from Apple. That wouldn't be that much. And then it just lives on your iDrive. Let Let's move back to harassing Graham for backing <laughs> up. <laughs> um, but the moral of this story, everyone, is that you should be somewhere in the middle. Don't be like me, but don't be like Graham either. (laughs) Neither of us are really good role models. (laughs) It it seems that Google Drive is probably one of the better deals out there with 15 gigs of free storage. If you are an Office 365 user, you probably don't even know that you get a terabyte of storage from Microsoft on OneDrive. And that is a fantastic deal. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I use it all the time. As a value-add service, it's it's, uh, it's quite, quite handy. Well, let's switch gears now. Graham, do you have a creative app of the week? The creative app is brought to you by Vancouver Film School. I do indeed. Now, Vancouver Vancouver Film School actually has a wonderful sound design program. So in honor of that, today we're going to be talking about Drum Pad Machine Beatmaker. And this is for Sorry, I- what? Drum, drum pad? pad Machine Beatmaker. Beat okay. Yeah, you can make music with it. So this is for iOS and Android. It is free with in-app purchases, and you can make, mix, and create your uh, your own music and beats. So a little bit of imagination, and you can actually practice directly on the device, drumming right on the screen uh, to create rhythms and uh, choose different samples. They've all been cre- all these samples have been created by professional musicians and DJs, so you can get great results without some special training, and then go on to. Uh, create some very, very cool things in the way of uh, new beats and uh, new rhythms. So that is Drum Pad Machine Beatmaker for iOS and Android. That was your Creative App of the Week, brought to you by our friends over at Vancouver Film School. Check them out. When we come back from the break, it's streaming time. We're going to find out what uh, hot shows and movies are on Netflix and Crave TV. Stay tuned. You are back with The App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Christina and Graham. We still have lots more to talk about including uh, our game app of the week and also fitness and travel apps. Right now, we're going to be chatting about uh, what's happening online for shows. Streaming this week. Starting off, as we always do, uh, we hit uh, Netflix first. And uh, the first one we're looking at is Lights Out from Warner Brothers Pictures. Every time I turn off the lights, there's this woman... Waiting in the shadows. I see her too. (laughs) Oh my god, you have to watch that that trailer online. Uh, A woman uh, has to protect her little stepbrother from an evil force inside their home. It's always an evil force, isn't it? It has it's to It's never be. a kind, benevolent force. Just a little bit evil. Well, this next uh, documentary is, uh, I think, uplifting. Uh, if you love dogs, uh, you might remember Michael Vick, the NFL quarterback who had a dog fighting ring. Well, uh, those this, pit bulls. This is an uplifting start for sure, Mike. It, well, it gets there. Just work with me on this. <laughs> uh, so these pit bulls that were involved in the dog fighting uh, were freed and, I guess, uh, rescued. And this is the story of uh, how that all went with some of them. Her body has scars all over it. Most people don't see that, though, especially if she has on one of her coats. They just think she's an old little dog. And for a lot of people, that's as far as I want to take it. Okay, that didn't sound uplifting, but it gets there. there. Uh, Again, uh, called The Champions, uh, available uh, on Netflix uh, this week. We have another one here. Queer Eye Season 2 on Netflix. 
What are you hoping to get from us? I just want to be able to be visible and be present and let everybody know that I'm okay. Who would have thought a bunch of gays would come to build a community center for a church? Oh my God! An all-new Fab Five uh, advice men on fashion, grooming, food culture, and design in this modern reboot of the Emmy Award-winning reality series. It's nice to see Queer Eye come back. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Uh, next up, we have Set It Up, a, uh, a Netflix uh, original, New York assistants, Harper and uh, her friend Charlie try to set up their two bosses, Lucy Liu and Ty Diggs. Should we try my blue jacket? Yes. And after a very intense conversation with their saleswoman that ended with both of us in tears, I got you a full refund. I want it back. Absolutely. This computer isn't taking my password. Ah! Oh, no, do that. Ah! It's my laptop. Well, bring me my laptop. <laughs> Again, the Netflix uh, original. Also coming up on uh, Netflix, we have uh, Nostalgia. This is my home. When the wind took the fire to the O'Briens, I knew I need to do that thing that people wonder about their whole life. Decide what you take from a burning building. Story of uh, love and loss and uh, the objects and artifacts uh, that we've left behind. Coming up uh, on the other streaming service uh, known as Crave TV, Hard Sun. I really enjoyed this one, a British series. We live our lives and ask. Coming up on Crave TV, we have Hard Sun from the UK and BBC. DCI Charlie Hicks. Lane Renko is joining us as your new DI. So why are you here? Hackers accessing inside information to order. This is an interesting series. Graham, I know you love uh, UK series. This one here is uh, pre-apocalyptic. Okay. So we've got uh, two uh, detectives uh, in London solving crimes around this backdrop of the the sun about to, uh, I guess... Uh, not supernova, but... En- envelop the earth type of thing. Yes, we, no, in it, five years. And so only the government knows this, and they're trying to keep that secret. But uh, crazy things start happening, and uh, these uh, detectives are caught in the middle of it. I like the way you describe that, pre-apocalyptic. I think we should use that for more series, like The Golden Girls, pre-apocalyptic. The Golden Girls are pre-apocalyptic? Yeah, it hasn't happened yet, so it's pre-apocalyptic. Also on Crave TV, coming up this week, The Affair, Season 4. What happens to people like us? The ones who can't be forgiven. I've upended my life to follow you here. This is supposed to be a partnership, Helen. And you guys won't meet me halfway. This is all a joke I've been playing on myself. This life that I am trying to live. I am not going to leave you. Clearly not today. This is a, a good series. Uh, again, uh, coming up on Crave TV, they're in season four. It's called The Affair. Well, now let's switch uh, over to Amazon. Uh, this is a classic with Meryl Streep and Robert Redford. We have Out of Africa, back from 1985. It's an odd feeling. Farewell. Men go off to be tested for courage. And if we are tested at all, it's for patience, for doing without but I'd always known that. This, uh, again, a classic. It was so funny, this movie. Uh, did you ever see it, Christina? 
out of Africa? I have not seen this one. Oh my God, this is a, a total, I would say chick flick as well. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Meryl Streep uh, and Robert Redford uh, in Africa, they're supposed to be playing Danish characters. Meryl Streep is fantastic because she just nails any accent. Uh, Robert Redford, no. He just played his American accent. <laughs> <laughs> as you do. As as you do. And finally, uh, here on uh, Amazon Prime Video, we have Tilt. It's like I'm getting more and more outside of myself. But not in a good way. Like, I'm watching myself do these things. How is Joe doing? He seemed a little off. Psychological thriller, again called Tilt on Amazon Prime Video. Well, that was what uh, was streaming this week. Let's switch gears now and get our game app of the week. What do we got, Graham? Uh, This week's game app of the week is Homo Machina. It's an iOS and Android puzzle game uh, based on the work of pioneer of infographics, Fritz Kahn. So he's an informational scientist. And in this style, uh, essentially, the the idea of being able to understand additional human uh, information in the context of the human body is how he went about representing things. So in this game, you are in a 1920s factory and you have to solve the puzzles, uh, basically almost like you're inside a, uh, a human body. So the system of nerves, vessels, and valves. Uh, there are a number of scenes throughout the game, and uh, there are three levels, but the levels are actually quite extensive. So it's, a, it's quite a bit of fun. It's quite interesting and very, very unique, and sells for $2.99. That was our game app of the week. Thanks, Graham. When we come back from the break, it's fitness and, and travel app of the week. I almost forgot. <laughs> This is uh, Mike Graham and Christina. We'll be back after this for the App Show. You are back with the App Show. Mike Graham and Christina here. Don't forget to check out our sister show that's been going, I think, for about 20 years now called Get Connected. It is on every Saturday from 10 to 11 here on CKNW 980 and broadcast across the course radio network every Saturday morning. I'm sorry, did you say 20 years? I think so, yeah. I've lost wow. track. Would that be 1998? It's somewhere in there. <laughs> I should actually figure out the real amount of time, but it, uh, it's been going for a while. It's been a while. Let's uh, chat about our fitness app of the week. Graham, what do we got? Well, the fitness app of the week is something that's very important to a lot of people. It is sleep. And so the app this week is Sleep Time for iOS and Android. This is a free app with a premium subscription, and it doubles as a comprehensive sleep analysis tool and an alarm clock. Um, I've been using Sleep Sleep Time for quite some time now. There are 35 million users. Um, I'm obviously one of them. And uh, it uh, basically lets you set an alarm clock with a single gesture. It lets you fall asleep to soundscapes or white noise. I've been using a bunch of different apps for that. This one's quite nice. Um, And you can choose from over 20 different uh, built-in alarms. The cool thing about Sleep Time is it actually uses the integrated microphone to analyze your sleep to see how well you're sleeping, your sleep cycles, um, and basically will wake you at the appropriate time close to uh, the time that you want to get up. So that is our uh, our app for the fitness app for the week, Sleep Time. I don't know if I want an app waking me up. No? No. It's I cool. just don't want to wake up. You just don't want to wake up. Well, yeah. that's, you know, that's fair. I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, I have one of these. And I have to say, the one I use is Sleep Cycle, mm-hmm. that I've had mixed results with that wake up when it thinks you should. Mm. <laughs> like some days I still feel just as crappy. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'll ever feel good when you wake up. Yeah, I'm not a morning person. Let's be clear on that. The, the IV drip of coffee is probably not helping. 
<laughs> I'm uh, I'm loving my Auto Sleep app. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works in conjunction with my Apple Watch when I wear it mm-hmm. uh, to sleep, and it is awesome. In the morning, uh, it actually does a pretty good job of tracking how well you've slept. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll show you how long you slept. Uh, if you had some deep sleep, uh, you know, REM sleep, it's it's kind of cool. Do you, so you wear your Apple Watch while you sleep? Yes. Interesting. I've got a Series Zero, so the battery life is bordering on about eight hours now. Okay, well, here's my secret. I have two watches. <laughs> so I got my day watch and I got my night watch. That is I absurd, just, Mike. That, I just outed myself. We, we've we've reached peak technology here. That's We're done. Also, that, Mike is not a role model in this department. <laughs> <laughs> what, sleep? Watch ownership. <laughs> Watch ownership. <laughs> Don't be like Mike on this one, guys. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, you've got one minute, uh, Christina, for your travel app of the week. This week, we have Time Shifter. This is a new app available on Android and iOS for free. This one helps you fight jet lag by giving you practical advice that takes into account your sleep pattern, your chronotype. So if you're a morning person or a night owl, your flight plan and a range of other personal preferences. Uh, so when you enter a trip, Time Shifter will tell you what you need to do to fight jet lag. That might include taking a nap, drinking some coffee, avoiding light, looking at bright lights. Uh, and the suggestions actually come in the form of advice notifications. So they actually uh, notify you instead of you having to go looking for them, which is great. It can also be used offline, which is fantastic. Time shift. Time shifter. Time shifter. This is actually kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know about you, but sometimes, and it's always unpredictable, but sometimes that jet, jet lag hits me like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> you, have you been hit by a sack of potatoes before? All the time. So you know how that This happens. hasn't happened to you? Is that a Bulgarian thing? <laughs> I... <laughs> Do you hit each other with sacks You know what? Potatoes? The jet lag is actually really bad when I go back to Bulgaria. I don't know why. There's yeah. something about it. Yeah. Well, now, instead of the sack of potatoes, you got time shifter. Free app for <laughs> iOS and Android. Thank you, Christina. Uh, I want to thank Christine and both uh, and Graham uh, for helping put the show together. And uh, a shout out to Ava Agarbo as well, who helps uh, write some of the segments. Mike Graham and Christina signing off for the app show. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at CKNW.com, the Radio Player Canada app. Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.